Hello and welcome to Publisher Inside Out, the podcast which looks behind the scenes at children's publisher Maverick. I'm Giles Perry Phillips and today I'm with India Holden and Amy Hayes, junior editor and editor at Maverick. We are going to be talking today about submissions and the myths and magic ingredients. Hi both. Hello. So um, let's start off by getting you to tell me a bit about how the submissions process works at Maverick. Um, well, I go through quite a lot of submissions each month and um, sort of shortlist the ones that I'm interested in and then um, I think that they might do well as a picture book and then we bring them to the editorial meeting and we will read them aloud, take it in turns and um, if we like it then we'll talk it through and discuss it a bit more and if not we will ring the bell and... Um, there's crucial things on the yeah. table um, at the editorial days. It's once a month. Uh, the most crucial thing is obviously the selection of biscuits. <laughs> um, and then we're split into, I think it's three piles. We have a pile of, from the slush pile, the, the, um, the selected picture books texts. Um, we have a pile of our published authors who have a fast track to the the editorial day mm. and then we have another pile of junior fiction or fiction yes. text yep. which Amy handles. Mm-hmm. Um, now you mentioned ringing the bell is this a physical bell that you ring? Yes we have a little golden bell um, that if it rings we stop reading and it's well unless everyone says oh no no carry okay. on. But so is there a record for the quickest ring? <laughs> has it been recorded? Uh, it has been, there have been times where the bell has rung on the title, but usually we push through onto that. Okay. Yeah, because we feel that joke. that is unfair. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> yeah. of a joke ring if it's on the title. So we're going to have a demonstration of the bell now, I think. It's a lovely bell. And it looks... The bell um, of doom. <laughs> and who is the bell? Who is the bell? Who is it? Steve. Well, it's obviously someone in great great thought and putting a lot of... He looks hermit. like he could be from a, a, a religious order of some oh, sort. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're, you've come to the high altar of publishing here. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many? Let's sorry, going back to the submissions um, sessions that you have, the editorial sessions. How many submissions would you roughly get through in a in a submission session? Um, it can range from, I'd say, what twenty to thirty, maybe a bit more sometimes. Sometimes a bit less. Um, depends on how many submissions I've been able to go through on the laptop and how many our authors have submitted in. Um, yeah. We are very fussy. That's, you know, I mean, it, I always reckon it costs about £10,000 to, to produce a picture book. Um, and that's taking everything into account. So, obviously, just running the, whole, the overheads in the office, which are, you know... Um, quite a few of us now so that has to be taken into account um, the cost of the illustrations we do the buyout for illustrators um, obviously to print the book and to do all the marketing for the book so you know you're looking at you've got to make a substantial amount of sales to even get ten thousand pounds back so it is it's quite a long investment shall we say for us you've got to find a golden nugget in the submissions to make it really work and everyone needs to agree on it and everyone needs to be for it because if someone doubts it then it might not work so yeah it has to be a team decision everyone's yeah, got to be involved definitely. in it 
We normally get it pretty good actually. Um, reading them out loud, it really focuses your mind, doesn't it? You it know. definitely helps because sometimes when I read them on the laptop, if I read it in my head, I can think, oh, this works really well. But actually when you read it aloud, you can find out some you know, itty gritty bits that you didn't notice before. Yeah, and having someone else read it aloud as well can mm. often even pinpoint that more. Sure, yeah. Because you can kind of, in hearing someone else read it, you hear it differently to how you read it. Yeah. Now, a big thing that um, a lot of authors will want to know is about rhyming text. Um, obviously, Maverick has produced lots of books of rhyming text, but is it something that you try and avoid? We don't try and avoid it, but I'd say if it's a rhyme, it's got to be a good rhyme, because sometimes... There are rhyming texts where a sentence might end halfway through and it just interrupts the flow mm. quite a bit. So we like prose texts just as much and we put that in our submission guidelines as well. So you don't have to force it to rhyme and it mm. doesn't have to be rhyming. Um, prose can be just as good, sometimes even better. Yeah, I was assuming from a business point of view, though, um, when you're looking for co-editions, that, that rhyming is often... Can put a, you lot of, a lot of foreign publishers aren't put off by rhyme actually um they don't seem to be that daunted by it i think i think it is a bit of a myth really um to be honest mm. um quite a few of our um authors when they uh, we started publishing them were, were only published in rhyme and i have encouraged some of them um to write in prose and they they said oh i can't i'll never be able to write in prose I said, of course you can you know and it's actually opened up a whole new world for them. Mm. So I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. I think some submissions, we get them in rhyme and we say, oh, we really like the story, but mm. the rhyme isn't working, so could you resend it to us, rewrite it in prose? And sometimes it works. It just depends what works with the book. And sometimes prose can be a lot more punchy. Um, mm. Rhyme is a lot more lyrical. So if you have a really funny text that actually mm. the rhyme isn't really doing much for it, but putting it in prose makes it really succinct, really funny, yeah. just puts that punch in. Mm. Moving on to, to the junior fiction, mm -hmm. um, how does that submission process work? Because obviously you get a lot more text yeah. you've got to wade through. Um, I think my main thing with the junior fiction submissions is synopses mm. are king. Um, it's the first thing that I will look to when I do my junior fiction submission search. And if the synopsis reels me in, that's when I will then move on to the full text and give that a read. But if the synopsis kind of maybe piques my interest, yeah. it'll, it will have an effect on how I then begin reading the full text. Will I kind of give up after three chapters or five mm -hmm. chapters or will I read it through to the end? Um, because in, in a perfect world, I would read every single junior fiction submission mm -hmm. from beginning to end but I don't have enough time of in the course, day yeah, of course yeah um so I do have to kind of there has to be a point where mm. I say this isn't working so for people us. wanting to submit obviously listening to this podcast mm -hmm. synopsis for you is is a key aspect of their submission yes definitely and making a really clear and succinct synopsis really helps as well if it's within an a4 sheet of paper that's the perfect synopsis because it's giving me all the characters all the info that I need to know and probably a little bit of a myth with the junior fiction submissions mm. is spoilers. Please mm. give me the spoilers in the, in the synopsis um, because it will affect how much I read the story. Because if I know all of the things that happen at the end, I'll know what to expect. Mm. Whereas I might read a synopsis and it has a dot, dot, dot at the end. And I think, well, at the moment, 
it's not really working for me, so actually I won't read to the end of that book. Mm. But it might have a brilliant twist that I completely yeah. missed because it's not in the synopsis. So yes, definitely include spoilers. Okay, when it comes to submissions and particularly picture books, um, obviously this podcast is about myths. What are the things that people shouldn't really do when they're submitting? I'd say that um, illustrating your own book or trying and teaming up with an illustrator can actually be uh, a bit more risky than helpful because um, we like to source our own illustrators and make sure we've got a consistent style and something that really works well with the story. And so if you submit your story and you've already got it illustrated and you want to keep them together, if we like the story but don't like the illustrations, we're not going to really take it on because we might not feel that it would work. Um, so honestly, sending just your manuscript works just as well, um, even better, because then we can just focus on the story and look into getting our own illustrators. So that also applies to maybe also printing your book as well. Sometimes we get printed books posted to us, which we don't actually accept postal submissions anyway. But if you've fully illustrated, printed your book, we kind of feel like all the work has been done. Mm. We, we don't have anything to bring to this book and that can equally hinder your chances with us. What about bribery? It doesn't happen much now that we don't accept postal submissions, but yeah, occasionally we get the full manuscripts printed out and sent in with little gifts. Oh, really? What kind of things have you been sent? Uh, well, like once there's lavender oil. Um, Sometimes it's chocolates, which yeah. are appreciated, but won't sway our decision. Tea bags? Tea bags. I mean, I don't drink tea, so it won't work for me. <laughs> well, there was one visitor who brought a whole crate of wine, if you remember. <gasps> oh! Yes, we Which... published 17 books with that person. Um, no, no, <laughs> so we that worked that time. <laughs> so it does sometimes work. So what about formats? Do people sometimes send it in funny formats? Yeah, there can be um, some strange ones, certain. Uh, sometimes I can open it and it will be jumbled up all over the place and I can't really read it. Hmm. Um, sometimes I will go through and paste it into something to try and read it, but sometimes if you get something that's in all capital letters as well i've had a few of those and it's just really difficult to read and i don't you can't get very far mm. um cause it just interrupts how you would naturally read a picture book and then sometimes i also get um submissions that are self-published uh, yeah it's quite a myth that self-publishing your book will help you get fully published because it does it actually hinders your chances a phrase that comes up a lot is slush pile. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? So the slush pile is a name we have for the submissions, but specifically unsolicited uh, submissions. And we just call it that because there are so many that we receive that it feels a bit like a slush pile getting through them and picking out those little gold nuggets. But obviously we know that those nuggets are in there and that's why we look at them. And, uh, and for both of you, has there been um, a, a one special kind of title that you found in that yeah for me it was iguanas love bananas which is a I brilliant remember, title isn't it i remember just reading it and laughing and thinking it was such a quirky and different way of writing the rhyme with the food and the animals it all just worked really well and then taking it to the editorial everyone thought the same it was something fresh and different mm. and it's worked really well uh, my one has got to be Brewster wore skinny jeans because I just, again, knew immediately from the title that this was going to be a very quirky and funny book. 
Um, but funnily enough, I wasn't actually present for the editorial meeting, so I didn't get to see Steve and Kim's kind of reaction <laughs> to it. I just came in a couple of days later and they just... Still one of our favourite books. Yeah. <laughs> and and suffice to say, it didn't get the bell. No. No. <laughs> The true test of a great submission at the editorial day is when the bell isn't rang, isn't rung, obviously, and then someone says, can you read it again? And we listen to it for the second time. Yeah. And then you know you've got something really special. Right, well, big thank you to India and Amy for being with us today. Uh, we will see you again next week for episode three of Publishing Inside Out. Thank you for listening to Publishing Inside Out. If you want to learn more about Maverick, visit their website, which is maverickartspublishing.com, or you can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Maverick Books. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Mm -hmm.